God bless you. And Our Lady, St. Joseph, all the holy angels and saints smile upon you. Welcome to the Lay Formation Program of the Society of Our Lady of the Most Holy Trinity. My name is Father Zachary of the Mother of God, the Priest Director of Formation. And we are rejoiced that you responded to the grace to come to this program. Our Lady has called you into her heart to come to know the love that God has for you. And during this program, we're going to enter into Our Lady's heart to come to an understanding of the meaning of life, the purpose and meaning of life. All of us want to know the purpose and meaning of life and respond in generous ways so that we may be happy, holy, and reach our destiny in heaven. We begin with the sign of our faith in prayer in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Our Lady of the Most Holy Trinity, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. All of our hearts, our minds, our souls, our spirits are uplifted when we pray that perfect prayer of Jesus, the God-man, who taught us to address God as our Father. We want to come to know God as our Father. To know the love of the Father manifested in Jesus Christ and His Church. The one holy Catholic and apostolic Church where He gives us Himself in the Word and the sacraments, in the Most Holy Eucharist, giving us the strength to live our baptism. We thank God for giving us the Holy Spirit that permits us to cry out, Abba, Father, to cry out that Jesus is Lord. We know that the Holy Spirit dwells in us and He moves us and He animates us. We've been given this gift to guide our lives. You have come to this lay formation program of our Blessed Mother who is the daughter of God the Father, who is the mother and first and perfect disciple of Jesus Christ. Our Lady is the spouse and the sanctuary of the Holy Spirit. And we gift all of her relationships, her Trinitarian relationships, to you. Receive them now. Claim them. You will need them to arrive at your destiny. Our Blessed Mother holds you by the hand. And she will lead you as her child right into the life of the Trinity for which you were created. You have come to this lay formation program to learn how to live your baptism, how to be fruitful in your baptism, how to be nourished in the Eucharist 
to come to the Trinitarian life, the communion of God's love for which you were created. You have come to a formation program. This program is not just about information. It's about formation. God himself, your father, my father, our father, is going to form us into Jesus Christ so that he can look upon us with love and smile upon us and bless us. For in Jesus, our Father gives us every spiritual blessing in the heavens. Our Father's desire is to see Jesus Christ come alive in our lives. Jesus Christ reveals the meaning of life to us. He came all the way from heaven to reveal that to us. Jesus Christ reveals man to himself. We're mysteries to ourselves. Jesus came to unfold that mystery, to let us know that we are loved, and to empower us so we can return this love, not just a merely human love. We are invited to a divine way of love. Would you like to receive this divine way of love? Would you like to be formed into this divine way of love? Our Heavenly Father... Every moment of our lives is forming us into Jesus Christ. What a blessed life we're all invited to embrace. If only we can accept it. I know that this gift is so great that there's many out there who, who may hesitate at the call to greatness. But you are created for greatness in God's love. No matter what's happened in your life, know that God loves you and that God has a plan for your life and He will form you into His beloved Son, Jesus Christ. You will participate in the life of God. We all need help, though. We all have to begin somewhere. And so today, if you hear His voice, harden not your hearts. Respond to this invitation. You are all invited by God Himself to know that He has a plan for your life. To respond to this plan. To come to respond to this plan as our our Blessed Mother Mary responds to this plan. Our Blessed Mother, a human person, one of us, responds perfectly with every beat of her heart, with every breath she takes, every moment of her life she said yes to God's plan. And thus we honor and venerate her. We worship God. Only God is the one to be worshipped. But our Blessed Mother deserves to be honored and venerated above all human persons because of her generous response. But as a mother to us, she wants to train us, help us be formed. Training, formation, they're very similar. They go hand in hand. She wants to form us into another Christ as well. Because as a mother, she loves to bring forth life. Jesus came all the way from heaven to give us life, abundant life, eternal life. Today, we ask the Holy Spirit to open our hearts 
to receive this life. No matter what's happened in your life, today is a new day. We are a redeemed people. Jesus Christ is our Savior. He redeemed us. And just as the sun rises every day to remind us of the new life, the fresh start that He won for us, now, make the decision to let Our Lady, Our Blessed Mother, lead you to Her Son, Jesus Christ. Let Our Father draw you to His Beloved Son, Jesus Christ. Let the Holy Spirit guide you. Let Him form you. Let Him breathe upon you. Let Him embrace you. God loves you. As we go through this formation program, we'll continue to develop what formation entails. How in the events and circumstances in your lives, God will be working to train you, to help you grow in wisdom, age, and grace, to come to the full measure of the mature Christ. We'll teach you how God is working in your life. We'll teach you how to have enough of a relationship with God so that you can see His loving hand in everything that's happening in your life. We'll teach you how our Blessed Mother cares for you with a tender affection and a loving concern as only a mother can to form you into Jesus. Everything in your life has purpose and meaning if only your eyes are opened. Remember, we walk by faith, not by sight. We want to put on the mind of Christ and have our heart respond generously as Christ responds to the will of God. The program of formation is lifelong. But in the Society of Our Lady of the Most Holy Trinity, we have a three-year program as a foundation for your life so that you can learn how God worked in the life of the Blessed Virgin Mary, Our Lady of the Most Holy Trinity, a human person like one of us, to learn how Our Lady said yes to God's plan at all moments of her life. We will follow Our Lady's life and parallel it to your life. Too many people separate themselves from Our Blessed Mother because of Her holiness. But Her holiness should draw you. The fact that Jesus gave Her to us at the foot of the cross, His last gift before He commended His Spirit into the hands of the Father, this gift of Our Lady is a great gift. We learn from her life how God cares for our lives. And we will follow her life for three years to learn how to follow her life all the days of our life. Seeing how God's hand is involved in the life of our Blessed Mother and our life is what formation is all about. Then, in the circumstances of life, your daily life, that's where you'll live out this formation. This formation is personal. It's also communal. We're here just as instruments. 
Over the course of time, there will be facilitation guides. You'll have the opportunity every week following the teaching, for three weeks following the primary teaching, to integrate the teaching into your life. Remember, it's not just about formation. It's about, it's about a, a relationship that, that blossoms from this formation. It's a living and active reality. It's your destiny. And so, we begin this program. Today's teaching will be on the purpose and meaning of life. Everyone, every thinking person, has three questions that they ask. Why am I here? Where am I from? And where am I going? Why am I here? Where am I from? Where am I going? The answer to all three questions is God, the Most Holy Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The purpose and meaning of life is God. In His infinite love and goodness, God created all of us out of nothing. life is. And God has a plan. You see it in all of creation. God's got a purpose and a plan for everything. You see His goodness, His fingerprints in everything. We order our lives to God. And we will find our happiness. God wants you to be happy. Do you know that? God wants you to be happy. I want you to recognize, though, happiness and holiness are the same reality. Happiness and holiness are the same reality. Because holiness is basically doing God's will and loving God for Himself above all things. And so, knowing God and doing His will makes you happy. Happiness and holiness are the same Happiness is not in getting drunk or using drugs or the other things the world holds out there as happiness. Anyone who's ever drank too much knows the next morning drinking too much does not make you happy. In fact, it only leaves you emptier. But when you do God's will, to know that you are loved by Almighty God, that He's got a purpose and a plan for your life, that you have a destiny, that you live a life in a purpose-driven way. Wow. That God provides the graces, all the graces you need to fulfill His will. That God wants you to be happy. This is reality. We need to all break free of the illusion that many people in the world have been caught up into. In fact, many of you who are viewing this teaching might have been drawn here because you found that everything the world offers leads to emptiness. But today, God has called you in His love to break you free from the fears, 
and the worries and the anxieties and the confusion that this world causes to break you free so that you know that you are willed, loved, and necessary. Did you know that? You are willed, loved, and necessary. God, before all of creation, in His mind's eye, in His infinite goodness, in His infinite wisdom, our Father looked across billions of possibilities and chose to create you. He loves you. You were created in His love. You were willed by God to exist and to know Him, love Him, and serve Him and be happy with Him forever. That's what the Baltimore Catechism teaches. We have these basic questions addressed in the Baltimore Catechism of the Catholic Church. Who created everything? God. Who created me? God. Who created you? God. Why did He create us? To know, love, and serve Him and be happy with Him forever. Wow. You have to recognize to know God means to be intimate with God, right? In biblical terms, and we love the Word, the living Word of God, Jesus Christ is present in this Word, your life is present in this Word, all of our lives are compenetrated in the Word, that's a big word, compenetrated. It means all of our lives are penetrated right here in the Word of God. Our lives are spelled out in this Word, and we won't understand the fullness of the Word until everybody's been born. That's why we pray that everybody have a chance to come to life. Life is sacred from conception to natural birth. Natural birth and natural death. We need to protect life. Because each life is a unique, precious, and unrepeatable manifestation of God's love. Just like you are. Just like I am. And as we live out our lives in the Word empowered by the sacraments in the Catholic Church, there's more understanding of God's love. More understanding, of, in fact, of who God is. We're all a unique, precious, and unrepeatable manifestation of God. We need you to live your life in Jesus Christ. Don't be deceived by the enemy, the devil. Don't be deceived by the world. Don't be drawn away from God through your flesh. You have a purpose and a plan to fulfill in God's love. God wants you to know Him. That's why Jesus came all the way from heaven. To reveal God's love and God's plan right here in the Word. Right in the teachings of the Catholic Church in the sacred tradition, the sacred scripture and the magisterium of the Catholic Church. We'll get to that in this lay formation program. For now, understand that God willed that you exist, that He loves you, and that you are necessary because He willed you. None of us is necessary by our own existence. 
cannot make ourselves necessary. But by virtue of the fact that God willed that we exist, we are necessary in God's plan. We are not accidents. We did not evolve from some slime of the earth. God created us in His image and likeness. So we can have communion with Him. We'll, we'll talk about that in the third teaching of this lay formation program. Let me mention the second teaching will be on prayer. Next month you will be invited to a teaching on prayer. Because prayer is going to help you know God, love God, serve God, and be happy with Him forever. Prayer will help you find this plan of God in your life, in every moment of your life. And so we will move from understanding that God has a purpose and plan for your life, the purpose and meaning of life. We'll move into prayer. Then we'll move into the image and likeness of God, why you were created in His image and likeness, what that means, how it brings you to communion. Then we'll move into the universal call to holiness and how to live virtue, a virtuous life, a beautiful way of life. We'll have other teachings, including how liturgy is life. We'll, we'll teach you about the Mass, the holy sacrifice of the Mass. The Word, as I said, sacred tradition, sacred scripture, the magisterium of the Church. Then we'll, we'll teach about the Eucharist, the, the gift of Jesus, body, blood, soul, and divinity. Body, blood, soul, and divinity. Really, truly, and substantially present our Lord is given to us to strengthen us to fulfill our destiny fulfill this purpose and plan we'll move into consecration to our blessed mother over time we're going to show you how our lady understood that she was created in God's love that she was willed love and necessary that she was fulfilling a purpose and plan in her life to be the mother of Christ who is God so she is the mother of God remember God is God alone our blessed mother Mary is a human person a human person who understood that God had a purpose and plan for her life and said yes fiat mihi verbum secundum tuum that's the Latin be it done unto me according to thy word that should be the words that flow from our heart every moment of our lives. Fiat. Yes, God. Jesus tells us, let our yes be yes and our no be no. Let us say yes to God and our no to the enemy, the devil, our no to the world, our no to the flesh. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. And when your yes is to God, you will be happy. Holy. And God willing, you will reach heaven, which is eternal happiness. This is your destiny. As we talked about earlier, the Word of God is living and active. It penetrates more surely than a, a sharp two-edged sword. And it comes right into our lives and reveals to us the meaning of life. Our Holy Father, Pope Benedict XVI, speaking about the Word, says, It is the Word of God Himself who declares, 
everyone who listens to these words of mine and acts on them will be like a wise man. We are to let the word of God penetrate our life. And in this way to know the fundamental truth. To know the fundamental truth. Who we are. Where we come from. Where we must go. What path we must take in life. Do you want to know who you are as God sees you? Do you want to know where you come from? Do you want to know where you must go? What path you must take in life? Our Blessed Mother will help you understand the Word of God. Because she said yes to the plan of God. She had the Word of God in her heart before she conceived in her womb. She was disposed to say yes to the plan of God announced by the angel Gabriel at the Annunciation. You read this right in the Word of God. The angel Gabriel was sent from heaven announcing the plan of God and Our Lady said yes and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Our Lord Jesus Christ, the eternal Word, seeing the humility of Mary, leapt out of heaven into her womb. When God sees humility, He is moved. Let us be humble enough to bow down before God and thank Him for His love of us. We are to know, love, and serve God and be happy with Him forever. As I said, to know God is to be intimate with Him. In biblical terms, when we talk about knowledge of someone, we're talking about intimacy with them. And let's get past the fleshly thoughts of intimacy. Can you come to the highest level of intimacy? True union that makes you happy? Union with God? In all of your relationships, this union should flow. In your marriages, in all of your relationships with your children, your relatives, your friends, the people you work with in school, even with your enemies. We are created for communion. Communion means with union. Intimacy with God. Knowledge of God. And then you love God. You recognize that He loves you. Infinitely. For God so loved the world that He sent His only begotten Son that whoever believes in Him will not die, but will have eternal life. Believes in Him means believes in everything He revealed. Not just that He exists. The devil believes He exists. But God's not going to do anything for the devil. And I pray you don't do anything for the devil. God sent His Son to reveal the way of life, the divine way of life for which we were created. And we believe everything Jesus teaches us, that He revealed to us for our belief, and reveals to us in the one holy Catholic and apostolic church. To believe in Jesus Christ means to believe in everything He has revealed and proposes for our belief in the holy Catholic church. This is essentially the theological virtue of faith. Let us ask for this grace of faith. We live a, a life of faith in God's goodness. We know God and then we love Him. Why does it follow in that order to know, love, and serve God and be happy with Him forever? 
Because you can't love what you don't know. You know that from your own experience, right? When somebody gives you their name, they're open to a relationship. You can start to know them better. Sometimes, though, the knowledge of someone comes to a friend of that person. One way to really know Jesus Christ, I would say the sure, short, perfect, easy, beautiful way to know Jesus Christ is through Our Lady, Our Blessed Mother, the Mother of God. Our Lady knows Jesus intimately. She knows the Father, she knows the Holy Spirit intimately. And as your mother, she will share what she knows about the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit with you. And the more you come to know God, under Our Lady's mantle, under Our Mother's care, the more you will love God. For no human person loved God more than Our Blessed Mother. She will teach you how to love God, to know love, and then serve God. No one served God more perfectly than Our Blessed Mother. But Our Blessed Mother was responding to a plan. She's going to help you respond to God's plan for your life. God's got a plan for your life. Our Lady will teach you. She will love you. She will show you how to know, love, and serve God and then be happy with Him forever in heaven. This is God's plan for you. Now, I want to turn to a very important point in understanding the purpose and meaning of life. I want to turn to the teaching of one of the great saints of the church, St. Ignatius of Loyola, who has the first principle and foundation of Ignatian spirituality. That comes from St. Ignatius of Loyola, Ignatian spirituality. But this spirituality was, was given by God through Our Lady to St. Ignatius. St. Ignatius loves Our Lady. We are to love Our Lady. You know, St. Ignatius is a witness of how when somebody loves Our Lady, they come to know, love, and serve God and be happy with Him forever. The first principle and foundation... The human person is created to praise, reverence, and serve God our Lord, and by doing so, to save his or her soul. The human person is created to praise, reverence, and serve God our Lord, and by doing so, to save his or her soul. All other things on the face of the earth are created for human beings in order to help them to pursue the end for which they are created. It only makes sense that we should order our lives to the purpose and proper end of our lives, right? You don't want to end up at the end of your life and, and find that you took the road, the road that, that was the wrong road. You want to take the way who is Jesus Christ, to the Father. And then have the truth of your existence revealed to you. And the life of God. 
Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Our Blessed Mother always brings you to Jesus, who is the way, the truth, and the life. So continuing with this first principle and foundation, St. Ignatius, inspired by the Holy Spirit, shares, it follows from this, and what he means is it follows from the fact that everything on the face of the earth was created for human beings in order to help us pursue the end for which we were created. It follows from this that one must use other created things insofar as they help towards one's end and free oneself from them insofar as they are obstacles to one's end. Bottom line, if things help you arrive at your end, then we praise God. But if they are an obstacle to you reaching your end, then you must be rid of them. Be free of them. Our Lady will teach you how to order your life well. St. Augustine, the great doctor of the church, who taught from his own experience that our hearts are restless till they rest in God. Our hearts are restless till they rest in God. I urge you to read the confessions of St. Augustine. If any of you have had a, a rough life, if you've lost your way, read the life of St. Augustine in confessions. The confessions of St. Augustine. He has a confession of his infidelity, then his fidelity, and then the beauty of the way of the life of God. He's a great doctor of the church. His conversion came after 30 plus years of prayer from his mother, St. Monica. Mothers, never give up on your children. God's got a plan for them all. Our hearts are restless till they rest in God. St. Augustine taught that we are to enjoy the enjoyable and use the useful. Enjoy the enjoyable and use the useful. But then he points out that the only thing enjoyable is not a thing, it's a person, a divine person, divine person, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The one who is enjoyable is God. He wants you to be happy. He loves you. He's got a plan for your life of happiness and holiness and heaven. I want you to remember those three H's. Happiness, holiness, heaven. Keep them before you and keep them united. We are to enjoy the enjoyable and use the useful. As St. Ignatius points out, if something is useful to us arriving at our end, then it's proper to use it. Remember, we don't use people ever. People are created. We never use them. We respect them. All persons have a dignity. An inherent dignity. Because they're created in the image and likeness of God. All peoples are our brothers and sisters. Remember, As Catholics, as Christians, as men and women of goodwill, our only enemies are the devil and sin and what sin does to our brothers and sisters. But we love the sinner. We hate the sin. We don't use people. But yet, in this idea of enjoy the enjoyable, use the useful... We must remember that God alone is the one who's 
enjoyable. The problem is so many people try to use the enjoyable, they try to use God. Because they've been used. Or they use others, and so they don't know how to relate to God. Today, if you hear His voice, harden not your hearts. Do you want to be happy? Turn to our Blessed Mother. Have her hold your hand and teach you how to enjoy God. And then to use everything else that God has provided you to come to build up the kingdom of God. God has a plan for communion in our lives with God and with others. We'll get to that. St. Ignatius, continuing his first principle, says, to do this, remember, to use other created things as insofar as they help us toward our end or free ourselves from them insofar as they are obstacles to our end. He says, to do this, we need to make ourselves indifferent to all created things. We must make ourselves indifferent to all created things. Provided the matter is subject to our free choice and there is no other prohibition. Thus, as far as we are concerned, we should not want health more than illness, wealth more than poverty, fame more than disgrace, a long life more than a short one, and similarly for all the rest. But we should desire and choose only what helps us more towards the end for which we are created. Wow. We should not want health more than illness, wealth more than poverty, fame more than disgrace, a long life more than a short one. We should only desire and choose what helps us toward our end. Now, speaking this way, oh, 500 years or so after the time of St. Ignatius, in this world, many people would call us crazy following this way. But what I can share with you is this is anything but crazy. The way the world is crazy. You've experienced it. The way of God is well-ordered. And yes, there's discipline that's necessary. The word discipline relates to the word disciple. You're called to be disciples of Jesus and Mary. You need discipline in your lives. The people who I know that are disciplined in their lives are successful. We'll help you with that. We're here to help you. As a matter of fact, let me point out that as we share with you God's purpose and plan today, we're here in... Trinity Studios, and under Our Lady's mantle, everything's been provided for by, by God and Our Blessed Mother. We stand here between two of the stations of the Way of the Cross. Right here, we have the fourth station of the Way of the Cross, where Jesus meets Our Blessed Mother on the Way of the Cross, and in their love, they strengthen each other in this work of redemption this work of God's love. Oh, if only you could enter into the union of their hearts. That's what Our Lady is going to teach you in this lay formation program. And she is going to help you go all the way to the cross. Let me, let me share that with you now. Don't worry. Don't, don't run from the cross. It's the only way to heaven. 
But we're going to give you some formation. God's going to form you and strengthen you, just like he did with his disciples. To help you go to the cross, but follow through to the resurrection and the ascension. What we know is the Paschal mystery of Jesus Christ will we'll unfold that. We don't want to get too technical or overly theological at the beginning. Theology helps us. But what we need is we need a living relationship with Jesus Christ. You know, I know so many people that come and say, do you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ? Oh yes, I do. The most personal. Our Lady taught me how to relate to Jesus Christ. And in the Catholic Church, I receive the Eucharist that strengthens me. And I have an intimate communion with Jesus Christ because I receive His body, blood, soul, and divinity really, truly, and substantially. I have an intimacy with God that He makes possible on this way of the cross. I stand here between the fourth station and the sixth station where Veronica wipes the face of Jesus. Veronica, her name means true image. Vera Icona. True image. Veronica, the virtuous woman. We'll talk about virtue during this lay formation program. How it helps you fulfill God's plan for your life. She comes forth and wipes the face of Jesus. And Jesus imprints his face miraculously on this cloth as a gift. To show us that he came to restore us to his image and likeness. But I stand between these two stations, knowing that the fifth station is where Simon of Cyrene helps Jesus carry his cross. And we are here to help you carry your cross. Jesus, the God-man, accepted help. Let us humble ourselves to accept help. I thank God for all the people who were sent in my life to help me. This lay formation program is all about God sharing His way of life, sharing our Blessed Mother and her way of life with us. And God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and our Blessed Mother are here to help us. All of us are members of God's family. By His design, the question is, do we accept that call? Over the next month, as we have facilitations, we're going to go into a way of life. And its essence can be described as imitate Mary, become like Jesus, live for the triune God. Imitate Mary, become like Jesus, live for the triune God. We're going to help you see that God, from all eternity, before He created anything, at the eternal council of the Trinity, decreed that our Blessed Mother and each and every one of us would exist to relate to God, to relate to the plan of God as Jesus Christ, the second person of the Trinity, the eternal Word, would become flesh and dwell among us and go to the cross and suffer and die and rise and ascend and establish a church before ascending, the Catholic Church. At this Council of the Trinity, you can see well, depicted in the icon of Rublev, the famous Russian iconographer. In this icon, a beautiful icon, you see the three persons of the Trinity. You see them in a circular form, representing eternity. 
representing the union that they have with each other. You see the Father looking at Jesus, giving Him a blessing to come and assume our humanity. You see Jesus in the center, receiving this blessing. Even though God is one, even though Jesus is co-eternal with the Father, remember, you cannot have an eternal Father unless you have an eternal Son. That's one of the simplest ways to explain the, the eternal reality of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You never separate them in terms of time and space. There's one God for all eternity. But Jesus, at the eternal council of the Trinity, agreed to become man for our sake, to save us. Because God saw all across time and space that He created He saw each and every one of us and He loves us and He wants us to be with Him forever. And so God the Father is giving His blessing to Jesus. Jesus receives the blessing and He's pointing to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit in the plan of God is to be sent forth and help us know God's love and to respond to God's love. You see in this icon a chalice right in the center. You can look at it closely and you see a chalice reminding us that the Mass is the center of our lives, that the Eucharist is the source, the center, the summit of our lives, that the saving act of God, Jesus Christ, who came all the way from heaven and suffered it and died on the cross for us and rose and ascended, that this is the center of our lives. You see right in the center of this icon a roasted lamb upon which we are to feed in the Eucharist. The Mass is the center of our lives. You see in this icon so much imagery that helps us understand our lives. But what I want you to understand is that at the eternal council of the Trinity, and I know most people don't think this way, but if you open yourself to this truth, it will help you. At the eternal council of the Trinity, that's before God ever created anything, in the mind of God, who is infinite, all-knowing, all-loving, all-powerful, God looked across eternity and saw you. And He loves you. And He has a plan for your life. And He decreed that plan before you ever came into existence. And so your life should be a response to this plan. Over this icon, over the Holy Spirit, you see a mountain. Because on this mountain is where you go to pray. In prayer you find the plan of God. Then you you see over Jesus the tree of life. We know the cross is the tree of life, but now it blossoms and we, we are called to live under its shade. We are called to paradise. And as you follow Jesus Christ, as Mary, the first and perfect disciple of Jesus, as she shares her life with the Trinity, then you come to the mansion of God the Father, the destiny of our life. Over time we'll teach you more about this icon will teach you more about your life. Remember, this is about your life. And so, the three most important points of this teaching is that God has created you in His love to live a life of communion with Him and with the rest of His family. There's an order to our lives. You keep God first. 
You follow the plan of God. You say yes to the plan of God as our Blessed Mother. That's the second point. So the first point is that God loves you. He has a plan for your life. The second point is you say yes to this plan. As Mary, our Blessed Mother, says yes at all times in your life. And third, you learn from our Blessed Mother that you are beloved. Which means you know who you belong to. That you belong to God. Everything else in life is incidental. God wants you to be happy. He wants you to be holy. He wants you to come to heaven. And so, the challenges of this month, coming up, are basically to embrace this call to greatness. I want you to reflect on, why am I here? Where am I from? Where am I going? I want you, by better state, God wants you, to know, love, and serve God and be happy with Him forever. We want you to start to develop a relationship with our Blessed Mother. The fruit and grace of this teaching we pray in your life is that you come to know Mary, our Mother, our Lady of the Most Holy Trinity, who will take you by the hand and share her relationships with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit with you. It's a beautiful way. We will have facilitations next week. And each week, same time, same place, comes the community of Our Lady's family near you regularly. One hour a week, you will find your life to be blessed indeed. This program is designed for you. It was born of God's perfect love for you. And we call you to respond generously to this love under Our Lady's mantle. We give you a blessing and encourage you to be faithful to the graces you've received. We'll see you next month. The Lord be with you. And also with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord.